The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we do not know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Easter. Easter. Awesome, I love that response. Everybody's like, yes, happy Easter. So not only to y'all that are here in the pew, but also Happy Easter to those, with a shout out to those who I waved to before in the overflow room with the TV back there. I know you see us, you're overflowing with joy in the fellowship hall. And not only those in this building in the fellowship hall, but through our live stream technology, the technology of today, to everybody all over the world that are watching in different locations, sometimes other countries, Happy Easter to all of you out there, especially my mom and dad in Greenville, North Carolina. So I know there was. And they're like, son, keep the homily short because we got to go to our mass, right? They always like the salute. They're, they always watch the nine and then they take off and they go to their mass. But we're all living that. We're living this living memory. We're living memory, a living memory of joy, right? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Like little children jumping up and down saying, we got chocolate today, we got all kinds of stuff. It's a day we celebrate and we rejoice as a church. We had the 40 days of Lent, but now we, have, now we have 50 days of Easter. 50 full days that take us all the way to Pentecost. The coming of the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the pouring out of the Holy Spirit on the church. Jesus said, wait, wait. When he ascended in heaven, he says, wait, 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 it's gonna happen. So I'm going to go to the bottom line of this homily, the bottom line of it. And I have to admit, the bottom line 
actually came to me with the help of the Holy Spirit and our Lord Jesus Christ when I got up this morning after the Easter Vigil last night and I got my cup of coffee. The bottom line was on the cup of coffee. It was like looking at me straight in the face. So for the little ones, I know a lot of the little ones have been kind of been keeping the record and they've been writing the acronyms, right, for the little letters, right? Like usually father gives one or two or three letters and I see some parents nodding their heads because they have, some. one family has a whiteboard where they put everything up and all these different things like LML, lead me Lord, right? Right? Or HIT, hit, he is there, you know? Right? All these little things that kind of remind us, little acronyms, little letters that can remind us. Here is the Easter message in three letters. Not only what Jesus did and continues to do as the light of the world, that's what the Paschal candle represents, the big candle. It's not Jesus, but Jesus is the light of the world and we receive our light from him. But also what we're called to do every day when that alarm goes off for school or for work or whatever going, we're called to do it. And here it is. You ready? Y'all don't sound ready. Are you ready? Okay, you ready? Say it with me. R. A. S. One more time, please. Online too. R. A. S. Are you saying it, mom and dad? Come on. R. A. S. Rise and shine. That was on the coffee cup this morning. I was like, this is the Easter message. Rise and shine. Now, as we look at the liturgy of the word today, Acts of the Apostles, St. Paul even says in that second reading, right? You've risen. By virtue of your baptism, we've risen. We've died with Christ through our baptism. We rise with Christ. To what? Rise to new life. To be light in the world. Yet if we honestly look at the gospel today, Mary Magdalene, it said Mary Magdalene came early in the morning. She what? Rose. And she went to the tomb early in the morning because she loved our Lord, because she had an encounter of God's mercy. And she stood at the foot of the cross. And so it said in the Gospel of John that she came to the tomb early in the morning and it was dark. In another moment in John's Gospel, chapter 3, you remember Nicodemus, the scholar of the law, who also helped bury Jesus? Nicodemus, he was a rabbi. It said he came to Jesus at night. And said, are you really who you say you are? And that's where Jesus gives the great thing, you know, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son in the world, not to condemn the world, but to redeem the world. This is my question for heaven. When we all finish this pilgrim journey, like those who exited out of Egypt and crossed through the Red Sea, which is the representation prefiguration of baptism, new life in Christ. They journeyed and wandered in the desert, which is a representation of everybody's life. We wander in the desert and we're wandering where? Sometimes very lost. 
We're hopefully being led by the new Moses, our Lord Jesus Christ, the risen light of the world, to what? The promised land, eternal life. To be led to that promised land, eternal life, the eternal Easter. But it's said that she, Mary Magdalene, came to the tomb early in the morning and it was dark. Here's my question for Mary Magdalene. And she's real, she's praying for us. Along with Nicodemus, it's this. Mary, was it really dark that morning? Or was it the darkness of your doubt? They took his body, we don't know where they put him. You saw what happened yesterday. Peter, you were there, you were at a distance. John, you're at my side. They took his body, we don't know where they, we laid, they laid him. The darkness of their doubt. You see, you see, they, like we, were and are an Easter people. They're an Easter people up in heaven. The heavenly liturgy that participating right now is an Easter liturgy that continues in heaven, a big rejoicing in heaven. And I know one person in particular whose spouse passed from this life to the next, and I thought about her at that opening prayer, and she is praying for us and praying with us and worshiping with us because she's part of that Easter lit liturgy up there. I know another gentleman who passed away this past Monday, and he's part of that Easter liturgy, no doubt in my mind. The challenges for you and me who continue to wander like those people in the desert is this. This is the reality, my brothers and sisters in Christ. We are an Easter people. Yet we journey all too often in a good Friday world. We're an Easter people who journey at times through a good Friday world. Our Lord does not promise that he's gonna take away our crosses. He promises that he'll give us the strength to carry our crosses. Mary Magdalene had a cross, her doubt at that moment. Peter had a cross because he denied Christ three times. John had a cross because he was there and he couldn't hate the one man who was like there next to Mary and all of them and couldn't override those Roman soldiers that nailed him to the cross. He witnessed it all. Jesus doesn't promise to take away our cross. He doesn't promise to create a utopia on this earth. He promises new life through him. And he points you and me to the cross, but it doesn't end there. It's through the cross to the resurrection. So we have to rise from our falls as we've done and walk with Jesus. Rise. And not only rise, shine. That they may see your light and they see the good that you do and give glory to God. I'm coming into the landing. Here's the landing. The landing here are on. Put your seat trays up and your chairs back. We're coming in for the landing. Landing lights are on. Rise and shine. R-A-S, rise and shine. Imagine. Let's not point out to the world, whether we're online or in the overflow room or here, let's not point out to the world. Let's look to Jesus, and I'm walking with you. 
in this journey and point to our hearts and ask ourselves in our hearts, imagine, imagine what the world could be like this coming year if each and every one of us gathering here truly every day with the help of God's grace every morning rise Rise with Christ from our beds and off to our day and try to shine with the light of Christ. What would our world be like if Christians truly rose, rose in their family life, their domestic churches, and shined to their spouses? May I get you the first cup of coffee? Honey, I love you. That when they have to rise from their desk at the end of the workday that's been hard and demanding, they rise and they treat their car like a little chapel and they find themselves, husband or wife, after the end of a day, not coming into the door and they rise and shine before their family. You're my blessing. Imagine a world where the children in their homes, they rise and they do the chores, they help in different ways, rise and shine and be a light in their neighborhoods to where everybody sees and says, why are you the way you are? We wanna be like you, we want that joy. And from our parish and our homes, we take it out to our schools and our places of work and our city. It'll be like a bonfire. It'll be a light that'll dispel all darkness of any night. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the Easter message is this. For you, me, and all humanity, rise and shine.